This is Tiff from Reach Your Potential with Tiff and welcome to this week's episode, Communicating Better with Your Partner. This brought up a lot for me um, just recently because I'm going through this course. It's a six-month course that I'm actually going through and it's actually designed to really take you out of your comfort zone. It's really designed to push you. It's designed to grow you and it's really to a designed to advance you to who you want to become, how to organize yourself. And it's just a really amazing course. I love it. But what I've found that in this course, because there's men and women actually doing this course, what I've found in the group is that the, the men are actually starting to really struggle with their partners, so wives and girlfriends and so on. And the reason that they're struggling is because what's actually happening for them is that they're growing. They're changing in a good way, but they're they're growing. And what's actually happening is their partners are actually seeing the change and it's making them feel really uncomfortable. Now, this is, again, this is my perception of what I'm actually seeing what's going on, okay? My perception. It could be different. And what the the men in the group have been doing is they've actually been getting together and, and talking about it without the women, So I don't actually know what they're discussing, but what I'm actually seeing, and I know that that happens because that happens with my husband and I too, is that I'm, um, you know, I'm going through this massive growth period and, um, he's, my husband is seeing a lot of changes in me as well. And, uh, so I get it. All right. So I, I, I get that. And, What's going on for me is that I'm actually, I'm getting quite edgy. At times I'm very assertive. Sometimes I'm not so much, but right now I'm I'm very assertive and I just want to get on with it. You know, I'm tired of people just stuffing around and, you know, dilly dallying, um, you know, wasting time. I just want to get on with it. There's so many things that I want to achieve and get on with. And again, that's just me growing and pushing. So, the great thing about my hubby, though, is that he's uh, giving me the space to grow. And I don't know if I've, I've probably mentioned this in a previous episode, but uh, a few weeks ago, he actually said to me that not many people would put up with me. <laughs> and he said it in a loving, he said it actually in a loving way. It could actually sound quite negative, but he actually said not many people would put up with you. And then he he clarified actually what he meant and he said that he gives me the space to grow and develop. He doesn't hold me back and, and he's coming on the ride with me. So even though that, you know, at times I can be quite edgy and, and so on, it's only because I'm, you know, I'm pushing, I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm working on improving me and, and therefore at times I get quite edgy and much more assertive. I am quite assertive anyway, but it's right now it's just like, come on, let's just get on with it. And I always make a joke of it how um, what actually happens is he picks up, this is what I always say to him and, I, and we make a joke of it quite a lot, is that how he picks up the strays and gives them space to grow. So what I mean by that, because he's such a, you know, a caring, he's a caring man, you know, he's a beautiful guy. And what he does is that he, like I said, he gives me the space to grow, but he picks up these, what we call the strays and, and, and gives them the space to grow. So from, for me, previous, my beautiful hubby, Coxie, everyone calls him Coxie. Prior to that, he, um, before I met him, the, 
people that I had, the men I had had in my life were very controlling and I would do as much as I could to please them. So therefore what he, um, especially the last uh, guy that I was with, very um, mentally abusive, emotionally abusive and um, really brought me to my knees in, in in the sense of confidence. I completely lost my self-esteem, confidence. I had come out of a, a, a relationship prior to that and was getting myself together and he just stripped the layers back to the core and really made me feel so incredibly bad about myself and and I actually did go and get help from a, um, a psychologist. I went and had some counselling and she said, look, Tiff, you know, you can put up with this for for decades because I've seen women do that or, you know, you can leave and really get on with your life. And I spent the rest of, you know, that session bawling my eyes out and so on. But um, when I met Coxie, my husband, he said about how mentally injured I was and we laugh about it now, but there's certain things that he says now that, that he said in then um, that I would get incredibly upset about and he'd go, oh, boy, what have I got? What's going on with her? And, oh, my God, you know, what have I got myself into? But it was because of how, you know, my pre, in my previous life of how not only this guy that I was dating before who was so cruel mentally, emotionally so cruel, to that was the build up to I was no longer going to take and be you know put in that situation again because I was tired you know I just used to cry every single day I used to cry when I woke up I used to cry on my way to work I'd get through work okay because I'd take my mind off I'd cry when I got home cry on my way home cry all night cry myself to sleep wake up through the night crying terrible way to live isn't it terrible way and and that's what actually was going on so um this is talking about the stray so anyway I can talk about that in another episode but that was what what had happened so I was as my husband would say I was mentally injured then we have a joke about our cats so we've got two cats Tootie and Fruity Tootie Fruity as in the song and um they came from a cat shelter and one one fruity our cat was incredibly timid uh she obviously had been we think mentally tortured um being picked on and so on by whoever had her before so she was incredibly um she was petrified to be honest it was so sad to see her so scared and um and our other one uh, Tootie, you know, oh, takes everything as, as it comes. He's quite a tough little pussycat. So that was no problem. But but Fruity was, was incredibly um, sensitive. And because we laugh about my hubby, he, you know, allows the strays, so, to call, so as we call it, to grow. So what's actually happened now, you know, like me, I'm edgy and assertive and don't put up with anything that he, you know, if he throws a funny comment at me, I like you know, well, listen, bucko, da-da-da-da-da, whatever. But with Fruity, our, our timid little cat, she's the mother of the house now and she can actually be quite bossy now um, and she's got a beautiful little nature. So it's so beautiful that we've been able to do that and, and that's why I say we, we laugh about my hubby picking up the strays and, and gives them space to grow because that's what he's pretty much done with the three of us. So anyway, but 
what we want to what we want to do here is is we want to actually learn how to communicate better with our partner so that we're really understanding their point of view also. So it's all well and good that my husband understands me and all of that kind of thing, but we need to make sure that that I understand him because what we tend to do, and this is coming back to what I was talking about with regards to this, this group that I'm in, coming back is we tend to talk to our friends, which is usually the same sex, about our relationships. Um, and But what happens is we actually don't get it from the other um, opposite um, sex perspective, right? So if you're in a relationship with a with a male, you, you tend to go and talk to your girlfriends about it, and they give you all their opinions and so on. And then, but you're actually not speaking to another guy and actually getting their perspective because you know guys think differently than us women, right? And we think differently to them. So, but what we need to what we need to do is understand that you know that they do communicate differently, that their perspective is not our perspective. And it was really interesting because when we got married, we got married nearly eight years ago and we got married in Las Vegas. We had an Elvis wedding, Elvis fans. It was really cool. It was such a cool wedding. It was the best day of our lives. We had such a great time. And the night before we went to um, a show and it was, the show was actually called Defending the Caveman and actually the show was really about an insight to how a man thinks. It was so interesting because all the men in the audience were laughing and they could relate to it because that's how they actually think. And it was really good for me to, you know, to go to that as well because it, gave, it was an eye-opener. Ah. Oh, okay, all I got to do is communicate this, this, and this, and then he'll do this, this, and this on his level, right? Not on my level because we as women are incredibly complex. I don't know if you've worked that out, but we're much more complex than the guys the way we think. And I remember years ago I saw this email about what a man thinks about and also what a, what a woman thinks about. And what a man thinks about is um, one, you know, if he's going out, let's say going out for dinner or something like that, and all he thinks about is one shirt, a pair of jeans, a pair of shoes, and a beer. That's it. It's one thing, right? He's going to wear just a T-shirt, throw on a T-shirt, throw on a pair of jeans, throw on his shoes, and all he can think about is then is, is having a beer. But women... What actually came up in this email was women, we think about all the different tops we're going to put on, all the different types of skirts and pants or dresses and so on. What type of shoe are we going to wear? The whole list of shoes. Then what we're going to think about the selection of food and drinks and so on. But the thing is we think differently, don't we? We're all different. We're all different. But it's just understanding what it is today is what we're talking about. It's just understanding how your partner thinks. Because once we understand how our partner thinks, then what we want to be able to do is to communicate to our partners in their level of understanding, not from your level of understanding. Does that make sense? Like in marketing, like marketing, um, when you're marketing something, if you've got a business and you're marketing something, what you're actually doing is you're actually communicating to your target audience in a way that they would understand in their language. So 
it's the same here. We need to communicate to our partners in a way that in in a way that they understand in their language, not in your language. So there's there's two things that we can do. And again, look, this is this is a suggestion from me. This is my belief. This is what I've gathered along the way. Is the first thing that you want to do is you want to listen to them. So listen to the words that they're actually going to use. So my hubby Coxie, he his favorite word is bottom line. Right? He has other ones like Dr. Tui, which is means beer and so on. But bottom line. What's the bottom line? Because what happens is when he asks me a question, what I do, I do it, I still do it, but I acknowledge, oh yeah, okay, bottom line. What I do is I'll tell him this big, long-winded story. I give him all the background of the story first. Sometimes I actually forget the point that I'm actually uh, <laughs> meaning to, to, to come up with, the answer that I'm coming up with. Um, but I go through this whole long-winded story, give the background, then tell the story, and he looks at me <laughs> really dazed and at my long-winded response. And I go, oh, yeah, that's right, bottom line. And then I just give him the answer. But I have to think about it. I have to think about how I'm going to communicate from his perspective, not from my perspective, and so we have to make sure that we're listening, right? So listen to the words that they use. Like, like I said, my husband's favorite um, phrase uh, is bottom line. So when, I, when he asks me a question, all I've got to do is just give him the answer. I don't have to create a monologue for it. Then number two, communicate to them in the language that they use, right? So bottom line. Okay, what if I said to him, okay, what's the bottom line on blah, blah, blah? Because sometimes he will t- communicate to me in a longer-winded story because that's how I communicate to him. But what I have to make sure is that when I'm talking to him, I'm giving him a bottom line answer. So it's simple, isn't it? It's really, really simple. But you'll find that the communication lines will be better. Communicate on the level that your partner is going to understand. Same with the cats, right? The cats are actually, animals are really interesting to communicate with because they have ways in which they communicate. So Fruity, our little nervous cat, she's still timid. There's certain things that still make her on edge, so much better than what she was. But her way of communicating is you can't walk up to her and go and pat her because she doesn't like that. You have to kneel down, let her come to you on her terms, put your hand out, let her sniff your hand. She will sniff your hand and then you can um, pat her under the, you know, give her a little rub under the, you know, under the chin and stuff like that because she likes that. But you have to let her do that on on her terms, right? Communication. Tootie, tootie, she does something different, right? She comes up, she walks around you, rubs her body up against beside you as she walks around you and then you can just give her a little rub and that's her way of communicating. You don't have to put your hand out and and she'll headbutt you and stuff like that. Different ways of communicating. So animals are the same. We've got um, my sister's dog, Charlie. Beautiful. God, he's a lovely fella. Beautiful dog. So what his way, when he comes up, you've got to give him so much excitement and all that because when he sees you, he's so excited. 
He's so excited. He jumps all over you and he barks his little head off and he runs around in circles and jumps and jumps and jumps all over you. And if you just make the same excitement back to him, he's so excited that you're there. But if you ignore him, then you don't get attention from him later. It's a way in, in... to communicate so it's it's really interesting when you start looking at the ways in which people communicate right you're communicating on their level then the 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 pathways they open up so much better the communication lines so open up so much better so i hope this helps you in not only communicating better with your partner it's actually communicating better overall with different people because everybody responds differently so it's really understanding how each person operates So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd really appreciate if you could share these episodes with your friends because we want to build the reach potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. If you've got 30 seconds to spare, I'd really appreciate if you could also leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. So I hope you have an awesome day and I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye.